Hello friends, my name is Adam Leong and I want to welcome you to Story Central. Each episode, I'm going to be interviewing a student, staff, faculty, or ministry partner to hear how they've been seeing God move on every corner of every campus in InterVarsity Central Region. Our interview this week is with my friend Piriak, who is the General Secretary for Sonico in Cambodia. Sonico is part of the IFES movement, just like InterVarsity is. Uh, the International Fellowship of Evangelical Students uh, is, exists in more than 150 countries, bringing the gospel to college students. Sonico is actually planted out of the central region, which is why we thought it would be a great interview to have here. And Piriak is such a wonderful guy. We actually met in 2014 uh, when my wife and I led a global project with InterVarsity to Cambodia. Uh, he is humble, he loves students, he loves people, and he is so open to God. I hope that you enjoy this interview. Uh, if you would like to give to Sonico and the work being done with college students in Cambodia, you can go to ifesworld.org and search for Sonico, S-O-N-O-K-O. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Let's get to it. Well, thank you so much for joining me today with uh, this interview. If you could just start with, who are you? Uh, my name is Piret. Yeah, I am a staff worker. I work with the Sonico almost six years. But now I am the one is uh, appointed as the general secretary of Sonico Cambodia. Great. So, yeah, we're, you're actually you're in Cambodia right now. You're in Phnom Penh. Is that right? Yeah, yes. I, okay. Yeah. And what is what is staff work like in Cambodia? Stuff like in Cambodia, uh, yes, we something for us in the ministry is a bit new thing for us to learn how to work with the student or Cambodian student. So, and most of our staff, some they are just come the new stuff in the time to learn to grow how to uh, to work and to serve the student in campus and also. They are growing themselves to be uh, like a missionary for for the ministry. So yeah, so we have a two place in Phnom Penh and Siem Reap. So yeah, now we have a staff in Phnom Penh uh, two South here. It's a brand leaders and light is the full time staff. It's just uh, almost uh, two or three months for him at ten, and then in Siem Reap we have Sina. She are now a prime teams and Chanda, she uh, uh, the intern staff. Also a, gro- a growing staff team then with new interns coming in and whatnot. Now, you had mentioned that you're not just a staff worker. You're also the, the general secretary of the whole movement of the Sonico movement in Cambodia. Is that right? Yes. yes. Okay. So what, what goes into being a general secretary for an entire country? Yeah, so... For me, I feel that it's um, my pleasures <laughs> when I think that God can choose me to, to be a part with the ministries and then to get this role to, to grow more. But so many things also for me to learn through the, uh, how to lead the ministries and the local, local leadership. Yeah, so 
lot of things they need to learn, like how myself to grow in relationship with God, patience, or learn to listening and understand, and uh, mostly that to think that how God wants us to do in the ministry. So sometimes it's so difficult to to explain with this. Sometimes it's stress. I don't know how to, yeah, how to solve the problem. How to, yeah, make something in the group be be better, and how we can see the God's will together through the planning, or how we can serve student not just like a staff, but just like a, like a servant of God. And as, especially for me, I learned also how to disciple students. Mm. Yeah, to explain how that they can explain that God is calling them to be disciple for the ministry as well. Yeah, so and many things through through the uh, like managing the, the the team, managing the ministry. So yes, so I, I pray. Yeah, I mostly uh, in pray. I pray a lot, and then I hope that I have no. Uh, Strength in us, but God is my strength. Mm-hmm. God is wisdom, and He will guide, He will lead, and He teach uh, from time to time for for Sonoko, yeah, to to grow and to understand how God wants us to do through Cambodian contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so great. Speaking of Cambodia, could you give us a little bit of background on like what is Kind of what is the I guess the religious tenor of Cambodia? So in the United States, it's like most there's a lot of people who identify as Christian or it's not maybe predominantly Christian um, in Cambodia. Like, what's the religious kind of demographics? Is it are there a lot of Christians? Is it easy to do work? Is it a closed country and you're not allowed to talk about Jesus? And tell, can you tell us a little bit about uh, about Cambodia? Yeah, you know, Cambodians is the most is Buddhist, almost ninety percent, and other is like Muslim, Chinese, and Hindu is mixed and Christian. So yeah, we have freedom to to uh, share the gospels, but sometimes it's not like what they say. Hmm. <laughs> the the campus they not allowed a religion to speak on campus. Sometimes we cannot go. To campus and tell that oh I am a Christian to meet hmm. a group of Christian. They not allow us to go in and they not allow us to speak on the campus. Yes, and most most of uh, Cambodian they they heard they heard about Jesus, but some to become like no more. Hmm. They they just know okay oh I heard before but it's not really interesting to listen. Hmm. Yeah, and but we know that. The, the relationship is important yeah and they need trust because Cambodian people we not will be difficult to 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 trust the new people that we didn't, they never know before mm. but when they trust they open heart more to listen and then to think what they say to explain and learn from each other so I think this is a good way for for us to see soon ago we, 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 we try to build relationship with students and build trust and start to to share our identity slowly and then we start to listen from each other and share our background and 
yeah sometimes when our when our relationship more, more good we start to uh, invite each other to to sit or invite to join any event because my people they like they they open for any event if we have even mm. we invite them they open heart to join and through that time they they heard the gospel and slowly yeah so yeah we we is but but sometimes also difficult because many christian in 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 cambodia so also a lot of uh cults group some students they experience with the cult group hmm. they they feel like that 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 is bad experience but when we go to meet them they that experience is still effect they don't want to hear they reject so hmm. Yeah, so some experience they 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 facing on the campus with the, the Christian group, Christian Yeah, that's that's so interesting because that that is so different than how things are in the United States. You're saying Cambodia is ninety percent Buddhist, and the other the next group would be Muslim, and so Christians are very much a minority in Cambodia, and you're using this relational. So you're just building relationship and building trust. So people have heard about Jesus and they, but they usually dismiss it until you build that relationship. And at the same time, you're fighting against these different cults and you're fighting against making sure that people are, um, are, are kind of helping to redeem people's bad experiences, even when that they had um, with other religious groups. That's so, uh, it's, yeah, it's so interesting. So it, with Cambodia being 90% Buddhist and uh, the second biggest religious group being Muslim. How do you find faith? How did you find Christianity? Was it someone, was it a, um, do you grow up in the faith or was it uh, interactions with, with uh, missionaries or uh, with the church? How did you come to follow Jesus? For me, for me, I, I, I know she is through my mom mm. because she, 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 uh, Become a Christian first before me. When when we when I uh, living in my hometown, mm-hmm. my mother she she uh, meet one guy that tell her about about Jesus, and then she start to open and want to to hear more about Jesus. Through that time, then uh, she open heart when she heard about the gospel. Especially she heard that God's love to love people and God mm-hmm. created the world that she said it, she never knew before. When she read the Buddhist book, and she never heard that God loved people and God created the world, so she she feel that she want to know this God this this God more, who He is. And yeah. from that time, she opened heart to accept Jesus, and we are follow. And I just follow her to to the church as like Christian, but my heart is not yet really accept Jesus and know who is Jesus for myself, but. Yes, I but I, I go to church from time by time that I know clearly for myself during that I joined with Sunoko. Yeah, in 2009, a whole year that I joined with the Sunoko Fellowship and I have a small group Bible study. That's through small group Bible study that my my question from my heart is open. That because I might say that why I need to believe Jesus? Do I have sin? Who is Jesus? I always ask this question for myself. Mm. Through a join with the Sunoko, with the small group Bible study, the Bible is answering my question. The Bible says that Jesus is the God. He's the one who can save my sin. So I have a sin. I need Jesus. So all my question is, 
at that time is answered. So through the time I open my heart and I, I repent, I really accept Jesus and then I follow him and then start to growing uh, from time by time in the small group how to live up a Christian. Yeah, so read Bible, personal praying and continue to join with the Christian communities and mostly I, I really enjoy with the, the, the student fellowship through that time when, when I start to explain myself with, with the gospel with Jesus. Wow, that's so great. I love I love that story. So it's a it's a missionary speaks the gospel to your mom. Your mo- there are questions that your mom has answered like that God loves her and that God created the world and that opens her eyes to Jesus. You kind of grow up in that but not really necessarily understanding or following but then you are part of the Sonico group. And that opens your heart up to Jesus. And now you get to be a missionary who's opening other uh, people's hearts to Jesus. That's so great. Uh, yeah, I love that story. So speaking of Sonico, Sonico is not a, an old organization uh, or it hasn't been around for a long time. Actually, the reason that we're having this interview, that this is Central Region Stories, is that the Central Region uh, sent some staff namely Steph Schmaltz, uh, to Cambodia to plant the movement in Cambodia. Uh, there wasn't an IFES movement or International Fellowship of Evangelical Students to which InterVarsity is a part of the IFES. Um, there wasn't a movement in Cambodia. And so we felt like we would need to send a missionary there to see what could get started. And that's how things um and I got going. We actually met in 2014, I believe, right? When the, we, uh, Megan and I, my wife and I led a uh, summer missions trip to Cambodia. And that's, that's when we first met. But um, you talked about being a part of that Sonico small group. Um, how did you get involved with Sonico? Yeah, the first is the Sonico is the mission way, the 30% we connect with my church. And then uh, through the connection, well, my youth leader, my church youth leader, they, they invite me and come down to go to to attend or learn from the Sonicor Fellowship at the first then. Hmm. We start to go there through that connection. Uh, and when I joined, I keep continue to attend with the Sonicor Fellowship until that I become a part of this group, like, they have some any event that I, I join and then also serve. Yeah, but so the first time it's it's one that the church in Before I don't know what is on the call and where is it. But the church leader invite me, and then I keep going. Like I join, I say, okay, I will go to, to join and then let's see what, what they are doing. So when when I I say that what when I join that group, I start to fall in love for the fellowship. Mm. They come and then support each other, and then they have like a uh, space for us to to show up our idea, our problem, and listen to each other. And it's like not only the, the place to go and fellowship, but like a friend. It's like a family because sometimes we have food, meet all together, and <laughs> I feel that it's family. So that's why it it to become my place. Yeah, I keep going to join and growing slowly with the. With the Sonico Fellowship, and until that, I opened when the very person asked me, "Did you want to have smoke Bible study?" So at the time, I I, I start open. Okay, I want to join the the small group, and through that small group is it at Elisha before 
it happened to really and I keep wow. I keep going with with uh, the song called Missing at that time. Until that I, I joined yeah 2009. I joined the whole year this God changed my life. Until that God planned for me 2010 because during that time I I have no the college student. I just graduated from high school but I for two years that I stopped my study. But through that whole years that God changed me and God answers me for my prayer in 2010 that I start to collect my first year and through that time I keep going to the campus and continue to have a small group on campus. Mm. Through that time that God called me to grow in the small group and then to see the, the picture of how the Christian group on campus we can do, like pray, or when we stop class, we come and do Bible study, until that God asked me to become a small group leader on my campus this time. And then I feel afraid. I don't know how to lead the, the small group on campus. And so, but but I opened my heart that, okay, I will learn, I will try to, to learn. Yeah, when I go to the campus. And through that time, when I graduate, that God called me. Yeah, continue to call me that through the ferry as well. He asked me, did you want to serve God in Singapore? Yes. So that I prayed and asked God. And when I graduated, that I said, I accept the God calling for me to join the Singapore staff in the graduated until now. Wow. That's, that's so great. So it, it, it sounds like I mean, it really was just like little steps. Little steps, little steps. So your youth, your youth pastor said, "Hey, just come to this group." And so you come to the group, and you feel the sense of community, and then that leads to you being a part of the group. And then the next step is, well, would you lead a small group, or even like go back to college? They start going to school, and then it's lead a small group. And then after that, then the next little step is to join staff. And then the next little step, the next big step, I guess, is to be the general secretary of the entire movement in the country. But I, I love how your your openness to to God and to constantly being willing to say yes to the the God the doors that God opens for you. Uh, that's so that's so wonderful. I yeah, I love that. So what are what are some of the things then that God is doing now in your corner of the campus? The big thing that we saw that God is answers for our prayer is the local leadership. So during that joined the Sonoko, we all the time talk about this and pray about the local leadership or the local lead. But we never say, we just see the missionary lead. And then uh, and slowly that we see the, the local staff come. But still difficult, how, how God, when, we don't know. But this is, I want to thank God that God can, can tell this story for us. For now, no matter that we, we yeah, many facing a lot of problems to our team, we lost friends, we, yeah. But I think that God is still listening our prayer through, yeah, many uh, people, they walk with him go and pray and serve him. So that is, I think, one thing that God is answering for, for us to build up the local leaders. No matter in this time, it's so many things for us, it's like a difficult how to, to do it, but I feel that God wanted to heal him first, the local staff, heal him, and then 
how to experience with God, and then how we can serve students as what we experience with God as well. Yeah. So, and I, I see also like before we have you no know, uh, a student a student group on campus, but now we start to have yeah a small thing in the campus. Students they go to campus and have a small group one on one play and do Bible study on campus together and they explain to encourage one another how we can uh, reach our friend on campus or uh, yeah and uh, also now we have also see that uh, the student they understand more to involve in the military not like a guest yeah but they it's like the, the feeling that this military is a part that they can serve and they can join to, to do like even July together and they explain to support a little bit slowly to give the to the ministry from their heart, their 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 offering, their time. Yeah. So this is I see that God yeah it is a bit hard but God is do something in our relationship as a local work. Yeah. Together. And through the graduate, we also have a group. But during this, this time, they have a lot of challenge because COVID graduate is very busy, difficult to meet. But I, I can see the heart not change. They, they still have heart, want to, to be together, mm. want to be the, the graduate group, yeah, and grow up in the ministry of God. Yeah, that seems like that that need for community is and togetherness in a relationship is is always present, and not just in college, but also after you graduate, and especially in COVID COVID times. Um, well, Piriak, thank you so much for sharing uh, your heart and your story and the things that are happening in Cambodia. Uh, are there ways that uh, our listeners can be praying for you or praying for uh, Sonico? Yes, please pray for Sonoko to be blessed for the students. Yeah, Cambodian students. Because I know that Cambodian students, they need Jesus Christ. Yeah, so many things that very difficult in our country through education or living style. And sometimes they live in the darkness and we confuse many things of the meaning of life without the true God. Pray that God can open the door for us to evangelize, students, and build the community for the non-Christian students they experience in the Sonoko and then they feel God's love. Yeah, pray for the, the genius of the local staff. Grow up and then God will bless us. To, uh, yeah, how to grow yourself and pray for the way that God can support us continually to help students through this COVID 19. And especially, please pray for the local support. It's mm. life <laughs> and relationship with the church as well, because now 
yeah, they still have the firm not really good with the relationship with the church. It's so difficult for the church trust. Because mm. in Cambodia, a lot of church in this room, mm. it's very hard to trust for the different group of their denomination and pray that that God can tell us which character that we can be showing we are that can can have a good relationship. Well, great. Thank you so much, Periak, for your time. And uh, it's, it's exciting to hear about the things that God is doing in Cambodia and through you and through Sonacau. So thank you so much. Thank you. That's it for this episode of Story Central. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and rate and share us so others can find our podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook at Story Central Podcast or on Instagram at Story Central Region. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us directly at story.centralregion at gmail.com. You can also partner with us financially by going to www.givetoiv.org and search for Central Region. This podcast was produced by Julia Flaherty. I'm Adam Leong, and as always, have an excellent day.